0: Mike's Daily Podcast. Here we are on a Sunday, on the Game of Thrones Sunday, everybody excited to find out who wins on that. Mike's Daily Podcast. Who wins all the dragons and the eunuchs and the people that are dead and they do this show and it's out of your head. You have watched it because apparently everybody in the world has watched that show. But I don't care Because I am someone That doesn't watch Organized religion Television shows Wait, that's Organized religion Television shows Mike's Daily Podcast uh, Let's see Who? How did my friend put it? She does not watch Any shows Mike's That are Daily Made by Podcast A major corporation I think is what she yeah. said I don't watch any Organized Corporate Television shows, I think, is what she said. <sighs> At any rate, it's true. HBO is a huge meliathon, ma- 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 and it takes over the world. As does Netflix. As does Hulu, now owned by Disney. What the heck? So, and a catch twenty-two is getting advertised all over the place. The Coen Brothers did it, and George Clooney. And look, I loved *Oh no Brother, Where Art Thou*, but. Some of the other stuff, Cohen brothers slash George Clooney have done together. I don't know, but Catch 22. I don't know. I, there's some depressing stuff that I do not want to watch. That's on Hulu now. Netflix has this show about a homeless woman who lives in a house by herself that she just she squatted in, and by squatting, not the thing you're thinking of, probably that you'd go ooh no she lived in it and it wasn't her house and then she died in it and from her diary see how happy and uplifting this is apparently she could have gone across the street and gotten help from the people across the street she was mentally ill etc I don't need to watch this kind of stuff I don't think that's what I need I don't think podcasts that depress you like this one and here's today's Picture. Are what you need. Actually, I'm gonna uplift you now. I want to talk about things that I think you might find interesting and entertaining. But first, this interesting picture from Alameda. Oh, what is this place called? It's in the harbor in Alameda. I went to this place two years ago today. Most of my pictures lately have been fr- from, well let's see, last week we had some p- Recent pictures, mostly with Basil the Boxer, who's going to bark for you in a moment And what he's up to He's a happy dog, and that's uplifting, isn't it? Isn't that uplifting? Let's see, oh yeah, this is over at Crab Cove And you're actually looking in this picture At Ballina Ballina, Ballina Bay In Alameda It's a beautiful little area, Robert W. <coughs> Crown State Marine <coughs> Marina, that's right, Basil We had a good time, we were walking there one day And you can see that picture at com. I hope the pictures you see there are uplifting Now for the thing that is a little bit Kind of depressed me today And I, I want to tell you how I turned it around And it made me think about something um, So Basil, in, this, in the other pictures He's not in this picture today But in some of the other pictures that I was looking at He has just a leash attached to his collar And you might be saying, okay, what's the big deal about that? Well, when I first got Basil uh, at about a year and a half, 10 years ago He pulled a lot, if I tried to walk him with just his collar With the leash attached to the collar, he would pull on, on it with his neck And I didn't like that, I didn't like how it might be hurting his neck I didn't like uh, the habit he was getting into of just pulling with his neck So I'm, I, th- I talked to several people and harnesses were introduced to me And so I put him in a harness And whenever he pulled, his whole upper torso would get pulled back And it wasn't one of these spike collars that you know cut into his skin or anything like that It was just a gentle reminder with the harness holding him back And it was very helpful because when they're young and spunky and they want to, you know, rough house with other dogs, that's good to have. It holds them back. It's a safety mechanism. And so I had him in the harness for many years. And then about two years ago, I was noticing it takes forever to put him in the harness. And when he's running, running around with it. Uh, The harness seems to be awkward on him So I stopped putting the harness on him And at this point, he had stopped pulling on the collar So I just attached the leash to the collar And he was walking like a well-behaved dog with just the collar And then when we go to places, there are several areas around the Bay Area Where you can let your dog run off leash So I could just easily unclasp him and off he could go running It was great So we did that for a while until And then I remembered why I had to put him back into a harness And that was because we were walking one day And my foot So with all the walking Basil's done And this is why I'm not that depressed That he can't walk anymore I mean he can walk with my help uh, With the harness that I put Now, Now he's onto a different type of harness Where it's on his back legs That I hold him up with And so he's able to walk By me holding him up From the back end Like luggage We joke we should rename him Samsonite but yeah, or Samson But yeah, he, so he's gotten used to it And I was talking to a vet this past week In Danville About that, I only bring up Danville Because it's a neat little town And the Eugene O'Neill Park That I talked about on the air today On KKDV Is not very big, but it's very cool Eugene O'Neill, a playwright That wrote, what's the Iceman Cometh, a bunch of other ones and he's well known in Danville. He's long since passed away, but so okay. So I'm I'm holding up Basil now from the back harness. But okay, two years ago he could still walk, although I was having difficulty walking because I walked Basil so much in his life that and I was using and I was wearing horrible shoes and I ended up destroying my feet. I really hurt my feet bad, and I had to go see a foot doctor. And she put me in a brick uh, Not a brick, a boot A boot, not not a Canadian word that I'm trying to say about I say a boot, an actual boot And I'm walking And I was trying to make a joke about Canadians And that failed And I'm walking with this boot on And after a while, my foot got better And I could wear I, I still wore kind of these big shoes to protect my foot But they were getting better and better And then all of a sudden, one day I'm walking along and there's this nice lady With her two dogs Or did she have three? And one of them or two, One of them was bad The others were nice But this one dog in the group Suddenly decides to lunge at Basil And they start to fight Basil's defending me And, and I'm pulling Basil back Trying to pull him back And I I twisted my fo- I hurt my foot again As we go outside a cafe Anyway, We're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast Somewhere in Podcaster Valley ton today and suddenly after all those months of getting my foot to be feel better it was hurting again had a what do you call it a fracture in it uh there was a it was fractured in the the muscle somewhere as i recall i have it written down somewhere from memory that's what i'm telling you so believe me And when that happened, and Basil was just on his collar with the leash, I said, he's back in the harness. So I put him back in the harness, and then he was in the harness up until probably about the time his back legs really started to go with the degenerative myelopathy, which is a nervous situation, a nervous system where his brain can't communicate with his back legs like they used to. He can't control his muscles like he used to. And so he needs that extra help with the harness. At any rate, my point with all of this is that the things we believe, the things that we do, because we've always did them, change. Basil, for the longest time, was just in a harness. And then he suddenly had freedom from the harness with just his collar, and he could run around and be free. And that was a choice, it was a decision I made Where I reassessed the situation And I go, look, he's doing pretty good And then he was off and he was free Of course, then I had to reassess the situation again When he destroyed my foot again By getting into that tuck Well, it was probably the other dog's fault But at any rate, he got into that tussle And thus I had to put him back in the harness But then, now he's in a harness to hold him up And that's probably going to be Unfortunately the way it is until Basil leaves this earth but which will hopefully be a long time from now but at any rate we need to reassess things constantly in our lives reassess does it still make me happy does it still make sense is it do I have to make a tweak do I have to make a change I fired off a very terse email to my staff yesterday because things were not going in a good direction with a couple things, and I said, Hey, we've got to reevaluate, reassess, and change stuff. And then I've ended the email by saying, If you have any ideas, please let me know. If you have any thoughts on the matter, please submit these ideas to me and we'll consider them and maybe put them into effect. We do have to reassess things from time to time. Okay, that is also. What we have to do to be aware of things like Let's see if I can slide into this topic Pied Pipers In our world, we have a president Some would call a Pied Piper People are following him Now, this is not the first president that's been that way The last one too People just sort of follow certain presidents Without questioning, without going, oh yeah, that's odd that investigation, that, no, that's all witch hunt. They just excuse things. Well, and then there are some people that I notice in life that people just blindly follow without questioning, without going, uh, you know, maybe, maybe what I'm thinking, maybe, in other words, some people don't reassess the situation and just blindly follow some people. It's weird though, when you're trying to tell the person to reassess the situation because they're following a Pied Piper because they're not thinking when they are following they're just following blindly and that person that, that's the lemming that's following will not listen to you, will not consider anything you're saying and, go, and not go, oh yeah, you might be right, yeah, no. They don't give you the benefit of the doubt. It's bizarre. I just think we need to be aware of the Pied Pipers in our world The ones that we blind follow. We, we, we blindly follow Reassess that And then here's one other thought for you today And that is My lovely lady friend Has been lately She's got an earworm stuck in her head And it's an old earworm It's the Beatles oh, di, oh, da, Life goes on Oh, oh, how the life goes on Now I've stuck that in your ear, sorry But yeah that song is catchy and it's it's also the title was used in a late 80s early 90s television show called Life Goes On and it was about a family. I believe the child had some kind of developmental disability of some sort. And and, and it, was, it was the the brother that had the developmental disability and then The sister was the one The young sister was the one That tried to keep everything together Keep it all going in the family And I remember the sister I forget that actress's name She was also Was she in a TV show called A really Christian TV show called Sabrina Or no, not Sabrina Something like that Serena I forget Where she's a pioneer woman Sort of like Dr. Quinn medicine woman She's out on the open range by herself And there's all these Christian elements put into the storyline. So this actress that plays her is now on Hallmark and does some kind of mystery show. And back in the day when I remember her being popular, when she first came out, she was so young. And now, this is why I know I am so old, is she looks old. And I'm like, wait a minute, I remember when she was this young girl and now she looks older. She's old, and this is something that's... I I still think she's very attractive. I'm not putting down her looks. I'm just saying that we get old. And for those of you that think that it ain't going to happen, that Taylor Swift is going to look the way she does forever, that she's never going to get that second chin, that she's never going to get that... There's this thing that happens, and it's happened to me too. As you get older, you've got so many times in your life that you have that serious face. That your serious face, like your happy, smiling, happy-go-lucky face, that still looks like, you still look when when you're smiling. For a lot of you, you look like you did back when you were in high school. Because it's that youthful, I think smiling brings us back to our youth. You look at old people that are smiling and laughing and having a good time, they look like little kids. But when you get that serious face, when you get that face of just like you're tired and life is beating you and you're worn out, that's when you look so old and aged. And we never post those pictures of ourselves on Facebook or Instagram. We never post the serious face. We always post the happy face and maybe that's good. We need, we need more of that in today's world. But that's that fascinates me in that that is where we look old. And Maybe that is what we should try to avoid. There are times when we should be serious, sure. But maybe life should not be taken as seriously as we take it. Life is a joke. And a lot of us don't get the joke. And we need to laugh more because life doesn't take us seriously. And we need to take and, and there are times when you need to of course But you should also Laugh a lot of the stuff up. We need to laugh more Is what I'm trying to say Laugh Though your heart is breaking But at any rate That's all I wanted to tell you today A little bit of this And a little bit of that Hey speaking of which Look who just walked over to us Here outside a cafe anyway Hello Michael Marsh, It's my daughter oh, And yes life is a big crazy thing How do you take it seriously Oh that, that's the question I think I was trying to ask Look who else is here Hello there Mike This is Valentino the parking attendant And this is Bison Bentley Do you know that? Mike I think people should call you about this topic today Yeah topic Do you know that? Okay they could call me at 336-MM-DAILY That's 336-MM-DAILY Okay I think Oh one last thing So I don't have kids Baby, this is why I do not get this at all This is something I don't laugh at You should laugh at life But here's what I don't laugh at And that is parents Trying to make jokes about being a parent Uh, Robin Williams used to do that Talk about how when his baby would poop It'd be this weird radioactive poop or whatever And I never found that funny I don't find Jeff Foxworthy's comedy about kids funny Or Bill Engvall Maybe that's just not my kind of humor, I don't know But I heard some comedian today on From Here with Chris Thiele Lee, Thiele, that NPRP Public Broad... No, it's a Minnesota Public Broadcasting or some station Anyway, it's on Sundays And I just This comedian was on Doing his whole shtick About oh my kid I can't get I've got four boys And one's throwing up And blah 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 I'm like This isn't funny You know why it's not funny I will tell you After that dramatic pause Where actually I coughed Pretty badly off mic Is that When you became a parent You signed up for all of that crap That's happening to you I'm not laughing at you I am not laughing at your absurdity because you signed up for that. And in the end, I'm jealous because you have a legacy. (laughs) You have kids that will grow up and someday remember you after you're long dead. I don't have that. So stop making jokes about it and stop making money off of your comedy. That is not funny to me because I'm not a parent. And because in the end, all of this insanity that's in your life, was because you chose it. Hey, thanks for choosing to listen to this show. Next show, it'll be Shelly Shuhart, Floyd the Floorman, and John Deere the Engineer. What do you think? 336-MM-DAILY. Take it away, Eric. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at Podcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.